What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I lead marketing at The Juice. Are you signed up for The Juice yet? It is your gateway to the best B2B marketing and sales content in the universe, and it's free, baby. Link is in the show notes. Go sign up and start digging in. Today's guest, I'm joined by Andrew Barlos. Andrew is the Senior Director of Marketing at Loomly. And we're talking about what to look for in a great social media manager. We are all thinking about social, how we use social to build and develop our brand, think about it from a support angle, and how do we distribute our content. Andrew's the guy who's digging in. He recently hired a new social media marketing manager. And so we dig into the process and some of those traits that he looks for working at a social media company especially you're not going to want to miss this one if you like what i'm doing follow subscribe hit the buttons most importantly tell a friend you're enjoying modern day marketer without further ado let's kick it to the conversation all right everybody excited to be back we are talking about a topic that uh, we haven't visited in a while here on modern day marketer we're talking about social media specifically what to look for in a great social media manager. Today, I'm joined by Andrew Barlow, the Senior Director of Marketing at Loomly. Andrew, welcome, man. How are you? Hey, Brett. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Just another uh, busy but good week, knocking out lots of fun projects. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Before we jump in, obviously, uh, Loomly plays in this space. I'd love for you to maybe uh, share a little bit about, it's a very crowded space, I know. And so maybe talk a little bit about who you guys are, what you do, and just maybe differentiators or as you, the marketer, Andrew, the marketer at Loomly, like ways you position yourself against the competition. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Loomly is an all-in-one social media management platform. The core features are a calendar where you can schedule, craft, and automatically post posts to all your social media channels. So main integrations, all the big ones, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok recently. And so that piece saves lots of time, lets you stay organized, see everything in one place with a calendar or manage multiple calendars if you're an agency. Then there's managing community management through interactions. So you can do that all in one place for uh, all your accounts. So comments, DMs, messages, that kind of a thing. And then the third is analytics. So uh, you can also integrate analytics all into one place, track, you know, all the basic metrics like reach, clicks, views, that kind of a thing, but also track, you know, aggregate analytics and track your unique links and stuff like that over time. So we're, we're loop place tools like Loomly fit as it's an aggregator and it really makes it possible for the average marketer, the average social media manager to really manage three plus accounts. You know, if you're just on Facebook, maybe you don't need as complex of a tool. Once you get to two or three with all the different post types and the demands nowadays, you almost need a, a tool like Loomly. And where we stand out, yeah, it's definitely a crowded space, but it's interesting because it's it's definitely also proliferated uh, just because there's such so much more of a honus and, and demand for even small brands, uh, even brands that aren't necessarily digital brands to have a big social media presence. More and more companies from a solopreneur to giant big team company needs tools like Loomly to manage their social. And you know, companies are taking note and actually building out social media teams instead of managing off the side of your desk. 
So it's proliferated. Uh, each tool has their own strengths and weaknesses. Uh, some tools are more upmarket with you know all the features and all the advanced analytics. Some are downmarket and have good you know standard kind of free plans and that kind of a thing. And you know where Loomly stands out is we're right in the middle. We have advanced features like collaboration tools where we're great for a large team or agencies managing tons of clients. Uh, but we're also simple and intuitive enough for a, a, a business owner or somebody who's not super tech savvy to jump in and use it right away. So I think because of that, we we fit a lot of needs for a lot of people. So the simplicity, I think also just how we've established a customer feedback loop and we really focus on customer service for a SaaS brand and make our customers feel heard. Then lastly, I mean, it's nothing flashy. There's no secret sauce to like our growth. It's It, it works. It's reliable. It's easy to use. Low downtime, low post failure percentage, um, and just making sure our customers are taken care of. Sometimes it just, just working is half the battle. So hard to, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to find sometimes. Yeah. Before we jump into the social media manager role specifically, as you were talking, I, it, it made me curious, just as a marketer in this era, uh, competing in a space with a ton of competition, a lot of different products that do some do the same thing, some do similar things. And it's just like, we're all like feeling that we're all trying to compete for attention. I'm curious, just as the marketer at Loomly or one of the marketers at Loomly, like how big of a role or how do you think about brand and just like the impact of like, that brand experience and making sure that's present and available in the market. So you even have a shot when someone might need a new tool or might be getting into a social media tool for the first time. How are you thinking about that? Yeah, it's, it's a great question and, and great timing. I think, you know, we're looking at ways to constantly uh, refresh our brand, update our website. And, you know, we're at a point in our company's evolution where we're going from, you know, founder led, uh, engineering led website and, and our initial brand to that next level. And I think a lot of companies that use a tool like Loomly are at that same place. So it's it's tough. It's always a challenge when you have big players in your space with that are big, just content powerhouses. You know, there's there's uh, Hootsuite, Sprout Social, these massive teams that have been in the space for a long time. But there there's always a space to carve out a unique brand and to stand out, even with a lot of competition. And one of the ways we've done that is is through social media. Like that's the beauty of it is you can reach a lot of people without having a, a massive marketing budget and a massive production team creating, you know, three videos a day, even smaller businesses or smaller growing teams can use social media to get their brand out there. Eating a little bit of your own dog food or drinking your own champagne or whatever uh, analogy you want to use. Yep, exactly. Let's maybe talk about the role specifically, social media manager. I, I like when we were trying to like decide on like, what is a good topic to dig into? This one stood out and it got me really excited. And I thought, rewound the tape a little bit and thought about like my first tech company. And I don't want to give an arrow or dates or anything because I don't want to age myself. <laughs> but I was thinking about like social media and the, the at, at that time. And it was like, we had like one social media person and she was running around managing everything. It was like, what goes out from a publishing perspective? What are we listening to? Support issues. And I, I remember like that role was elevating 
And she just came in as like social media manager. And then all of a sudden she was interfacing with, we were growing company and she was interfacing with literally every department, every function, C-suite. And it, like I was sitting there looking at it and I was just like, man, like this role is just forming and is growing and has the power to be something really special. And obviously like fast forward, like it is a premium part of, the customer experience, we as marketers are doing ourselves a disservice if we're not thinking about social media. So maybe like from a a social media and breaking down silos perspective, I'd be curious, like to me, it doesn't seem like it's just a marketing thing anymore. It seems like it's a cross-functional initiative. Maybe talk a little bit about how you, you think about social media and how it might just transcend just the marketing department into other functions with inside of a business and the importance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you talk about establishing a feedback loop with customers and real people and, you know, it's not a paid review. It's social media and measuring your your brand's equity and and how people talk about your brand on social media is huge and a, the social that's the, the mouthpiece that's where people go and they're angry where people go and they're a champion of yours and i think that kind of research and customer analysis and sentiment analysis is something that us in general as as mark and marketing are still just kind of tapping into and i think a social media manager um used in the right way where they're elevated to work with cs to work with leadership to you know share their viewpoints and what they're seeing out there uh, on the streets is, is huge and we're in this unique space where we are a social media company and so doing social media well is really important so like that all feeds directly into our product so our social media manager we just brought on one earlier this year and you know we're looking to expand the team so we're not continuing to dump too much on her works really closely with you know feature update review you know sharing customer insights and things like that so i think that you know as we evolve definitely your point spot on like companies should view that role as a, as a key member strategically, customer success, product, whatever it may be, not just, you know, doing something as a silo uh, off the side of their desk for, for the marketing department only. So you, I think this is obviously timely. You mentioned you brought on a, a new social media manager. I think you see that role all the time and you companies, I think, know they need to bring someone on to manage social but I don't think a lot of marketers or maybe first-time leaders know exactly what they're looking for when they bring on that role. So maybe talk a little bit about, it can be specifically with the social media marketer at Loomly or anyone else who you've worked with or seen from afar. Maybe what are some of those qualities that make up a good social media manager? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it, at Loomly and, and I think a lot of good companies, you hire mostly for intangibles. Like you can teach yourself something and but if you hire somebody that can is passionate about teaching themselves things and learning new things they're going to be able to do anything and we throw a lot at social media managers you know a lot of brands you know hiring one is is a big step for them right so i think number one like a passion to learn new things and guess what the algorithms and platforms have a new feature new post type every day so you got to like that and you got to be uh, passionate about, you know, experimenting with some of those things. I think whether you're a, a campaign manager, strategist, or whether you're a content creator or somewhere in between, 
you have to have also a passion for creativity. You got to love thinking like that. And, you know, somebody that is not afraid of experimenting and putting themselves out there or trying goofy things, you know, somebody, I need that role and and other creative roles to push me as a marketing leader, right? They, They should be pushing the envelope where I have to reel them back a little bit. Then also, you know, just with any role too, but thinking like a leader, like don't just think of yourself as a content creator, like take real ownership over a brand. Do they take, you know, do they pay attention to like quality, attention to detail and like understanding the business impact of, of a brand post, understanding analytics and how to measure success and what's important. I think a lot of, if a lot of content creators or maybe, you know, entry level social media professionals thought that way, I think they will because social media should touch every part of marketing. But I I truly believe social media managers are going to be the next CMOs more so than, than, you know, content or or whatever, like, because it's all going to be about content production. And if you start there and start with that creativity and start with that attention to detail and brand, like that's what makes a good CMO. And yeah, so it's really those intangibles, just a passion for the job. There's a lot of uh, glamorous work. There's a lot of not so glamorous work and they got to be willing to take anything you throw at them. So it's funny when you're talking through that, one of the things that stood out to me, which I hadn't thought much about, but I feel like some of the uh, traits of great social media managers mimic maybe product managers or product marketing managers, just from the perspective of you talking about each platform has these new updates and you need to investigate and research and understand the tech. And so that when we're spending all this time publishing, sharing content, that we're doing it and it's actually going to catch the attention or hit an algorithm. So I haven't really thought about that. You mentioned CMO. So I, I think maybe it's whether it's marketing leader, whether it's a transition in product, I think it's undeniable that in today's world, if you are in a social media manager role, maybe early in your career, you have the opportunity to pick up a lot of different experiences that can maybe take you to that next step in your career in whatever direction you may want to go. Yep, absolutely. I mean, you're on the the front lines of understanding what people are talking about, understanding your customer pain points, creating content to meet those points, and then adjust, you know, developing new features or product to meet those points. So yeah, they're they're touching everything off the bat and, and this content production and creating content that's going to be relevant to people is the, the core of any marketing strategy. So yeah, I see definitely see social media managers being the leaders over the next very near future. I want to talk about maybe time allocation a little bit. So we have just in this conversation tossed around a lot of different things. Uh, on what a social media marketing manager can do, whether it's, you know, publishing new content, listening, studying the algorithm, studying new releases, interfacing with cross-functional, talking with product team. There's a lot there. How how have you seen just time allocation like maximized and used best so that not only the business gets an impact from that role, but the person who is in that role actually is able to, you know, hit their goals and elevate their career through the work that they're doing? Yep. Yeah. Great question. And I think the, you know, the do it all social media manager, that's the number one challenge for them. And it's, it's my job as a leader to make sure that they are blocking time to be creative. Like number one, we especially if they're heavily involved in content creation, um, all that other stuff is good, but 
you know, we need great organic content for on Instagram. Like the, if anything's taking you away from that, it's my job to come in and help reprioritize. And so I, I, I would love to hear that. Like if you tell me, hey, I can't have this meeting or we need to reschedule because this is my creativity time. Oh, like that sounds great. Like yeah, I hired the right person and, that, and, and, you know, the confidence to understand yourself and what you need to be creative and come up with these ideas. It's great because you got to have, it takes time to test out wacky stuff to research, to sit and just think about stuff without all these distractions. So it's great to loop them into other business units, but it's all, we also don't want to over distract. So I think blocking time to be creative is one. And then also just on the other hand, you know, not letting just doing one thing dominate your whole day. I think time blocking is huge on the other end, block time for interactions, just outbound outreach, you know, search hashtags, search other influencers, chime in thoughtfully on conversations. Like that takes a lot of time. But even a half hour a day or an hour a day on that will go a long way, especially on platforms on like Twitter or LinkedIn. And then also just taking time for research. You like the, you got to scroll TikTok to understand trends and how others are using them. You, you got to be on Instagram to understand the tone and, and what's working and what doesn't. So there's a lot of time that sounds like doing nothing, but that's what leads to you know great ideas and great content. I love that. That's the clip, right? We need any role in marketing. You need time to be creative. So I love how that's a priority, especially from someone so public facing as whoever's running social media. I, I want to maybe understand a little bit. I'm thinking about that creativity and like the post creation and the copy that you're using, blocking that off. But then there's also the content, right? It's the the blogs, the eBooks, podcast episodes, everything that the company is producing. Like, What is the intersection between that content creation and social media manager role and making sure that they're aligned and stuff is going out how it should be and is going out in a way that's maybe not just a one-time, but there's a continued drumbeat. Talk to me a little bit about that intersection between those two roles. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. And I I think it's almost like a 101 or 201 level of social media for brands where it's, we have a blog, we share the blog and the link. We have a podcast, we share the podcast and here's a link. And that's great. And there's ways you can do that with clips and quotes and things like that, that are good. And you have to do that. We need to, you got to share links, but you know, linked content doesn't perform as well. The algorithms are becoming more and more transparent where, you know, only sharing, Hey, we got a blog this week. Here's our social. It was posted three times, three different ways. It's not going to work as much. So where I think like content should empower social where, Hey, here's a blog you know, we need to post out the link at some point for sure. But ideally, a great blog has a bunch of quotable things and a bunch of data and a bunch of custom images that you can share and, and turn into five or six pieces that aren't linked to it. And it doesn't look like a hey, go to, go read our blog. A good blog will have stuff that you can create short form video out of. And, you know, if it's a core content piece, you can take that, take some of the key points and make entertaining content, make educational content and informative content about your, your, your product all at once. So I view it as it's not, it shouldn't be what the only thing that drives social media, but it should empower them to give ideas and create a lot of concrete stuff that then you can give to your social team and have them get creative with how to represent that on like TikTok. Cause say, Hey, our blog says this on TikTok is you're going to get zero views, right? It's gotta be something completely unique and, and almost not even talking about the, the content itself. 
I love it. You mentioned uh, maybe just like the link sharing is maybe the entry level and then it evolves. I know there's marketers from a lot of different uh, size businesses who tune in and listen to this show. Can you maybe talk a little bit about just the role of social media manager and kind of from early stage to hyper growth, like when that role scales, how do we know we need it? Just talk a little bit about that progression and anything that you've seen or experienced that we should look out for. Yeah, definitely. I, it's it's interesting because we're in that evolution where you know we had our founders with heart and soul, and over the past couple of years, you know, they transitioned out, and we're building our team and brand from there. And I think early stage, early stage companies that do social well, you know, you talk, a lot of people talk about building in public. It's very founder led. It's like, hey, I'm a founder writing a blog about starting my business. Like that's what's interesting. Those entrepreneurial stories. Talking about growth, maybe your first couple of client testimonials and like what you learned along the way, like that kind of transparent building in public content is great. But then there comes a time where you're ramping up, you have the higher customer base. It's more about educational content, entertaining content and resources for your own clients. But to take that brand trust up another level and establish yourself as an authority. So that's when you get to the basics of, you know, the how-to guides, you know, infographics, blogs, and then you know, as you grow and you build out that that content factory, I think, you know, that that next stage where you have a social media manager or team and you have a creative team that's able to, you know, build out some of these strategies, that's when you focus on like user-generated content, influencer marketing, and, and fully integrated social campaigns where if you have a feature release, it's not just posting a link to your blog. If you have a big feature release, now we have eight different micro influencers talking about it in different ways and it's sharing with their platform. Like that's kind of the next level of like you not doing all the work and depending on your followers, you're able to have great content and establish relationships where you're reaching their followers too. So it's those kind of like three stages and we've been through, we're, we're trying to get to, to the more advanced stages that we're going to. This has been a lot of fun. I have, my wheels are spinning and this is there. We've addressed a lot of topics that I haven't thought about in this role specifically in a while. So I know I've gained a ton of value from this and hopefully anyone out there listening has, has as well. Maybe before I let you go, you've shared a lot of good nuggets and information. I know I'm going to go back and have to take notes on this one, but I'm curious, like if you have like one, like of advice. I know you've just gone through kind of the hiring process and you've mentioned a lot of good things, but maybe what is like one piece of advice you'd leave anyone with who is looking to start, grow, or just, you know, make their social media uh, marketing program a little more sophisticated than it always, than it already is. Yeah, definitely. You know, I have, I have three things, you know, again, there's no one secret sauce and it varies brand to brand, team to team, industry to industry, but one is follow experts, but the right experts. There's a lot of BS out there that are just regurgitating all the same stuff, but there's a lot of really smart, really cutting edge people with unique points of view. Find them out, whether it's social media or your niche and follow them. Like that will create, inspire your content and what you focus on across the board. Number two, understand the tools like available to you. Just trying, if you're in social media, you're just trying to post manually on six different platforms. Maybe it's worth the, the cost and effort to learn a new tool. There's AI, all kinds of tools that you can help use to round out your stack. And then three, and probably the most important, especially in social media and marketing, is 
work together with others in your community. It could even be, you know, others that are, you know, just other companies in the same space that are loosely connected, influencers, whoever, but like take the time to network, foster relationships, develop unique like co-marketing opportunities, and even just ask for advice. Like if you have that network, especially as in marketing and, and digital marketing, but things move so fast, that helps just across the board. So I think I think those three things are kind of intangible, but that'll help you go a long way. Andrew Barlos, Loomly, this was a ton of fun, man. We will have to do this again. I feel like I have a, I'm looking at social media in the manager role specifically in a whole new light. Thank you for taking some time to coming on. Love it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Brett. Andrew is a really good dude who shared some awesome knowledge. I love the conversation about breaking silos, working cross-functionally, and just how content fits into the workflow of the social media manager. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back with more Modern Day Marketer on the other side.